The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of chat, 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 chat. So get ready to eat shit, nerds, because we're talking C, season three, episode one. Heavy hangs the head. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us. We are excited as hell to be able to be here today to talk about Season 3 of C. If you guys have been following this podcast for a long time, you'll know that we have some good friends on the production and cast of C, and uh, we're going to be covering the hell out of this TV show, so buckle up for the next 10 weeks because it's going to be a ton of fun. If you're brand new here, don't forget to like and subscribe, and you can also subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple iTunes if you're into the audio end of things. Welcome, everybody. So stoked to be here. Matt Vader, what's up, dude? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> it's so, this show's so weird to me right now because we're, we're at this point. We're in season three now, and we've interviewed half the people that work on this show. And so now I'm just walking, watching this show. I'm like, you know that guy? <laughs> it's like, I've talked to him. I know why they did that. And um, I didn't get a fucking swag bag, and I'm pissed off about it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> they could keep their hoodies. Apple. I love hoodies. What's up, Jude? Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. You, I, I expect you to be very excited for this. You know what? It's so it's so weird because like we started with this show from episode one, mm-hmm. and we watched it grow into mm-hmm. like this epic show. It started off so fucking weird and yeah. bad, <laughs> um, but we stuck with it, and now it's ending. So it's it's so bittersweet. I know. I'm really excited to see how it all ends. And I'm, I'm going to like ride the ship down, yeah. but I don't want, I'm so sad that it's going to be I over. I, f- I feel like the quality of our podcast has rode the same wave yeah. as the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, it's just, it's stupid fucking jar Goddamn jar <laughs> Stupid water bottles. It's just, it's goofy. It's fun. Um, and I've been having a blast with you guys talking about it. I'm so glad that you introduced us to this show. Cause I, I it was not even on my radar back in season one. And you were like, guys, we have to fucking watch this. Yeah. And here we are. Matthew Cage is also here. Welcome, sir. Yeah, it is kind of funny because our podcast is kind of like intimately linked with C because it was like one of the first shows that we actually like reviewed on an episode by episode basis mm-hmm. when we started the podcast back in 2019 when we were just doing audio and we'd go over to Alex's place and, and just like he'd have his fold out table with his $3 Amazon microphones <laughs> out there. And uh, we would just sit down, we'd start talking about this and we tried to figure out like we tried to make sense of this world. Um, because we were all big Jason Momoa fans and we wanted to like the show, but every episode has something even dumber uh-huh. and dumber and dumber in it. And it got to the point where it was so bad. It was good where we mm-hmm. actually enjoyed kind of like, uh, the badness of it. Yeah. And as the seasons have gone on, like I remember last season, uh, watching about like two episodes in, I think I was like, I was like, God damn, this show's getting good. I yeah. don't, I don't <laughs> like the fact that it's getting good. It's making it hard to make fun of it. Like I went back and watched some of our old episodes from season two and we were immediately like within the first episode, we were like, guys, they fucking listen to us. Like <laughs> they fixed this and they fixed that. And this has now yeah. made sense. Like, and, and it's been interesting to kind of hear about how people on the actual production have gotten exposed to our show. And, and, uh, in, in fact, uh, we've had numerous reports from people on the set. It was like, I wonder how the salty nerds are going to react to this one. <laughs> you know? hey guys, I feel like we need to, uh, toast to the last episode. Yeah. The last episode available at saltynerdclub.com where we get way too drunk to podcast. Mm. It's mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cause we didn't even make it through the first season. Mm. We? No, we stopped yeah. because I was like, I can't fucking talk about this show anymore. Yeah. And then we started up again later and we finished it off. Mm-hmm. It was well worth it. 
All right, folks. Uh, if you guys are brand new to our channel, you can head over to our playlist area and we have all of our interviews with the cast and crew available there for you right now with many more to come. So stay tuned if you want to get the behind the scenes mm -hmm. of this show. Uh, we have uh, Sylvia Hooks coming out pretty soon. Michael Snyman, who's the cinematographer. And uh, probably David Hewlett will be back on to talk about it as well. And uh, Jonathan Tropper, I think we might have on the hook to talk about mm -hmm. it for like a season three yeah. uh, cap. We also have a we also have playlists for all of our C reviews. So if you want to go and catch up on our reviews, uh, because we do break down every episode, um, uh, you can find those on our uh, Discord playlist and also at saltynerd.com forward slash playlist. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back and we're going to dive into this episode. So hang tight. Even you, Baba Voss. Nothing more than a speck of shit on the ass of a bug. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you guys want to support what we do here, you can download a mobile game called Dragon Champions. Go to saltynerd.com slash DC on Apple and Android devices and download a mobile game. It's a lot of fun. We uh, play it here on the podcast. We actually have our own guild set up. So if you go in there, download the game, type in salty in the promo code area, it gives you a little bit of a boost, a little bit of a leg up about the competition. That didn't make any sense. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's really easy to get into, really easy to play and put down and then pick it up later on when you want to jump in. Make sure to do your dailies so that you can progress to level 20 and join our guild. Yeah, the, the game is really fun and it's, it's completely free. And by playing it, you actually support us if you use our promo code. Mm -hmm. So if you want to help support the show, um, it's a great way to do it. All right, let's get into season three. Kadesh, take it away. All right. Season three, episode one, Heavy Hangs the Head. It has been about 256 days since Baba Voss fucked off into the winter wonderland of Paya, and we open the episode in the desolate wastes of Toledo, aka the Trevantian Ganite border. Everyone's favorite sighted lesbian, Ren, is back, and she's part of the Trevantian phalanx sent to quell the minor uprising of Chicago Bears fans. I mean, Ganite <laughs> marauders. The Bears fans immediately shoot harpoons at the phalanx and follow the ropes tied to them, rushing the Trevanti soldiers like they were the capital on January 6th. In danger of being overwhelmed, the Trevanti soldiers retreat to the Cliffs of Insanity. JK is just a big dry riverbed with a rigged cargo loader winch that they can slide down and get away from the rabid bears fans. Seeing that some of the Ganite marauders are following them down the winch, Ren waits as long as she can before cutting the rope, surviving the fall to the riverbed floor, but ensuring the Ganites following her were fucked. But before she can celebrate her victory, the Bears fans start chucking their weapons from the top of the cliff, shouting, fuck the Steelers, <laughs> as valuable and much needed swords and knives rain down around Wren, who barely gets away. Wren and the remaining Trevanti soldiers rush to the safety of their base within a derelict battleship in the dried up harbor. As soon as they are safely inside, they seal the entrance with a satellite dish, secure with the knowledge that they are now protected from the Ganite menace with the full might of direct TV. <laughs> uh, epic opening. Yeah, very epic. Uh, the battle scenes was pretty brutal. I love, again, just the attention to detail with uh, how these people are fighting blind with like the ropes, like, oh, we're gonna stick mm -hmm. one of them and then we're gonna use the rope to guide us into the battlefield. Mm -hmm. the, the, well, I, some I, of the dudes, the, the extra blind guys had to use the rope. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones just ran the for other, it. The other couple hundred well, didn't Did you notice that there were knots in the ropes and so there were messages. Oh, really? Like, yeah. gonna I'm gonna fuck you, you up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny, like when they were like retreating, like the, the guys who were running, they're just like waving their swords in front of them. And it's just like that. I don't know how that works. But, exactly. but, but, but at the same time, you, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I feel like they're playing real fast and loose with the blind rules now in, in the fights because, you know, some of them know exactly where to sh 
It's exactly where and when to get the good It's the ear shot, man. I can hear the footsteps. You know, some guys run into the rope when they're jumping off the cliff. Some of them just don't. So this is actually our first time ever seeing the Ganites, correct? Correct. I think so. Yeah, so we've never seen them in season two. They don't last very long. But they don't last very long. Yeah, I thought they were going to be like a much bigger deal. Yeah, like the way we talked about them the last season, they were like, the freaking Ganites are a big fucking deal for the Tarazis. I feel like when we were interviewing the crew, the crew... I feel like they gaslit us a bit. They were like, oh, my goodness. Wait for that again. But uh, they're just like a bunch of burlap yeah. sack angry people. In, in is... season two, like, we kept theorizing, like, who the Ganites were. And uh, finally, uh, Tropper just said, like, they're, they're from Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Michigan, <laughs> Michigan Ganites. <laughs> the fucking yeah. bears. The bears. The bears. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I, I actually went on. I actually went on Google Maps and I tried to figure out where the Travanti uh, Ganite border was, and I'm pretty sure it's Toledo. Nice. Pretty sure. Well, what is this giant canyon they're jumping into? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a dried riverbed. Oh. Okay. Okay. I like the Cliffs of Insanity it's reference like, though, because it does look like that. Don't even is this to supposed escape. to be a real place or, or, or whatever? They did shoot it in a real location, yeah. I'm sure it's touched up with CGI and such, but the, the location that they filmed at no, did, did have a big... I want to know if I can go to this riverbed that's 600 feet deep and has a giant battleship. I mean, that ship, yeah, that ship is no, there. The, and, why, the and, why, and why is the riverbed dry? Is there like global warming going on? Well, yeah, because or? the sighted yeah. people destroyed everything, remember? Yeah. It's probably like a nuclear holocaust, bro. I mean, well, no. What was it? It well, was. They filled uh, all the water bottles the, up. With I, the didn't, river. I didn't. I didn't. I don't feel like there was like a water issue with the last well, two seasons. It's just now. What, what, what's what's weird about it is that um, so all the rivers in that area of, of uh -huh. the country come from Lake Erie, like the Great Lakes. Yeah. So unless they built a dam to you know kind of like dam up that river. Um, either Lake uh, Lake Erie is like completely dry now, or you know something's going on there. Mm. Uh, we just don't know. But I have That's seen fine. behind the scenes footage of this area, and there was a giant cliff, so it okay, was filmed cool. in a real place. Yeah, um, I'm wondering about the satellite dish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, when, they, when they dropped that thing, I was like, <laughs> mm. That's, I, was, I literally said, "That's the world's worst door." Yeah, it's got giant gaps on they, both uh, sides. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, "How am I?" I was like, "How am I going to talk about the door without?" <laughs> Fucking pissing Tropper off, <laughs> and I'm, it's like, bro, what? What is? Do you have something he, that actually seals yeah. the door? He, he's like, um, Vader. Here's all the reasons why you're wrong. See that there's gaps. <laughs> they can't see that there's gaps, but they can. They can one shot people in the jugular with their fucking swords. Well, while they use echolocation. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, well, what's, what's funny is, is like they just drop the the satellite dish and it just leans up. Yeah, just leans against, against the door, and it kind of wobbles. <laughs> Back and forth, it's know? like perfect too. It doesn't like because it's round. It doesn't like <laughs> fall over it, at all. It's just like nope. This is where I'm supposed to be. It's kind of, it's kind of like kind of like you know you go to the mall and you have that one janky door. It doesn't really uh, that opens when you get close to it. Yeah, and, yeah. But it doesn't. It just, just takes too long. Got <laughs> <laughs> like, some sand in the fucking things. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you'd think they'd have like just like a, a sheet of the hull that they like salvage from other places yeah. to like maybe kind of be like flush up against there. Where the fuck did they get the satellite dish from? Yeah, where's... Well, well it's from the ship. No, is it, was, it from the ship? Yeah, it was from, okay. the, from the battleship because right. they, they do have like satellites on there for like communications. And, and there's one like other thing I have to mention and the only reason why I know this is going to be a nitpicky <laughs> bitch move but I have to say it because it made me laugh when I watched it is that there's a scene where they have like the, they were doing like the Spartan shield thing where they had a wall and then one of the Ganates like leaps over it and like jumps in behind and you can clearly see like 
Timberland boot treads on the bottom of his <laughs> boots. And I'm just like, I'm fucking glad they're still around 500 years later. Yeah. It's good shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Worth the money. Where, Worth the money. Where were the dudes, the, the, the kids running around on the backs of the dudes telling them where to go? Oh, the Master Blasters? Yeah, where are they? <laughs> they, they that, that was did, a failed did, experiment did, did by this, Ito. Did this, ma- did this unit of soldiers <laughs> they didn't exiled need those. up to this wasteland? Yes. Did, Actually, they did. did. did I know. Did, yeah, yeah. Did, did they not have any? No, like, they don't get any, Master Blasters. Well, master blaster units. <laughs> the, the, the Ganites don't have master blasters, but no, but, but you would think that Ren would be using her sight in some way to kind of help out her group. Well, she's, it seems like she's still trying to hide yeah, it. Yeah, she's, she's in it. secret. No, no, she is hiding it. But you would think that, like, you know, after Green Hill Gap, like Ido relied on her to like mm-hmm. get them places faster, and, and like she could have seen them coming. You but know, but Ido was protecting her. Yeah. And now that he's gone, she has no shield against like the the superstition that mm-hmm. sighted people. And he didn't the devil. find out that she was was cited he knew the whole time because remember the- yeah yeah because he tells uh hewlett well well he, he finds yeah. out in in the the truth about unicorns which i believe mm-hmm. is episode eight or nine of right. season right. two so, and that's what yeah, i wanted to talk about because when they're doing the puzzle yes when did when did ito have the chance to tell um tormaga that um she could see must have tormaga was he probably off. sent him a rope he, he he was out fucking around making bombs when they had to have during had the whole a thing. powwow like, hey, just so you know, okay. this chicken see. I'm sure it happened. Okay. We're going to go with that. All right. All right. Continue on, Kate. <laughs> All right. Back in Pensa, Crazy Queen Kane is experiencing the glorious pain oh. of childbirth <laughs> as Queen Magra is playing the role of midwife now that Paris is dead. In what appears to be a difficult birth, Queen Kane is finally able to poop out the baby in its cocoon, and Magra is able to get it crying. Congratulations, Crazy Queen Kane. It's a boy named Wolfie. Though Queen Kane is happy about the birth of Wolfie, you know who isn't happy? If you guessed Kofun, you'd be right. Because apparently he still regrets fucking his aunt. And at this point, who could blame him? Now that the baby's born, Harlan and Tamakta June show up because they want to get rid of their crazy bitch queen, ASAP. But Magra holds them off, saying that the baby still needs Sibeth until they can find a wet nurse to feed Wolfie. Meanwhile, as Queen Kane feeds Wolfie, she wonders if her baby can see her and vows that she will never allow anyone to take Wolfie from her all right listen like right in front of margaret like listen <laughs> <laughs> yeah and margaret's like in naira right yeah, <laughs> so yeah, can hear everything. Everything. don't worry i'm not gonna let the lady standing right next to me take you oh god um listen this has to be said across the board not just for this show but for every prop department out there you've gone too far with the babies these motherfuckers look way too goddamn real and it freaks me out like when the, when that thing's in the sack and she's like ripping it open and the baby comes like jiggling out, I was like, "My baby, oh. don't jiggle, jiggle." <laughs> I was like, "That's too fucking real, man." It was freaking me out, dude. Maybe it was real. Yeah, God, I hope not. I was like, but I just I was watching. I'm like, that is fucking amazing craftsmanship. I don't know how they did it. Like I'm used to like old '90s and '80s shows where they have a baby. It's just obviously it's a like, doll. It's like a year old. Yeah, it's like oh, that's not just, a newborn. It's <laughs> not a newborn. That shit looked real, and it did legit me. Like it freaked right. me out. Like I was like, oh, I was uncomfortable watching yeah. that. Scene. You hate kids. So. I do hate kids. I have too many of them. But I've been present for three births, and that looked fucking legit. So you, you know who I feel was a little bit overlooked in this scene was that. Uh, so in season two, when once Queen Kane was uh, put under house arrest. Uh, she had these two guards who were always outside her door that never stopped anyone from trying to yeah. strangle her or anything <laughs> like that. And in my head, I just named them Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, they're back. They're just hanging out in the hallway. <laughs> and then when Tamakta June and Magra are having their powwow, they just like close the doors to like, you know, guard the inside of, of the room, I guess. 
Um, but I, I just love these guys because I could just see them like kind of like going to the bar after work and talking about all the crazy shit they heard. <laughs> yeah. they oh, you know, they can't wait guard. to go home and tell their wives oh, yeah. like, oh, guess what happened today? Yeah. This is, yeah. She finally pooped out the baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. Uh, we got to talk about Kofun. Yeah, we got oh, this, this motherfucker. And his stupid haircut. This <laughs> epitome of a weak bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, oh. I'm so mad. That's, <laughs> not, like, that's not my baby. It's not my baby. I didn't have that baby. Like, bro. God damn it, Kofun. Yeah, we're, we're going to get to him a little bit more in a bit. But like he he shows up uh, for the birth and he's just kind of like outside listening to like what's going on. Yeah. I think he's really hoping that like he, either like it's stillborn or like, you know, there's a miscarriage or something Terrible. at this point. Because like like the look on Kofun's face where he's just like, oh, when, yeah, he, yeah, when yeah. he hears it cry and he's like, oh, shit, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> it's terrible. He's a bad person. Yeah, like, 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 like we, we've talked to the people who write this show, right? And, and we've been like, so Kofun, like, <laughs> like, are, are you going to do anything to help fix this character? And they're just they're like, like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we're going to make you hate him more. He's beyond redemption. <laughs> we're going to make him a deadbeat dad. We're going to make him a guy who fucks his aunt. I mean, like, I get it. Like, you made a mistake. It's fucked up, dude. You gotta own something at some point in time. And, and I can only assume he, he, he doesn't have to. I can only assume that like everyone in his life has been like, "Hey, uh, you have nine months to figure your shit out." Yeah, yeah. It's the day the baby's being born. He's still like, <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, just like fuck off to the woods, like your father did. Seriously, like, go find your dad. Yeah, just yeah, go, just out. just out. Let's let something else just happen. Just morale this kid. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, leave him a box of books. And be like, have fun, Jay. Yeah, have yeah. Fun. Figure it out. I did. I'm going to go build a compound. Maybe you can find a really nice stepdad. <laughs> yeah, I think Harlan would be a great stepdad. Harlan's fucking Start awesome. Harlan would be a great stepdad. Yeah, I dig it. Let's get to Harlan. He comes up pretty soon. Seriously, yeah. I love that guy. Go ahead, Katie. Wren and what remains of her Trevanti soldier squad are licking their wounds inside the USS DirecTV, wondering how Bears fans could be such assholes. Luckily, Lieutenant Commander Dr. Rodney Tormata shows up from Base 3, and the soldiers are surprised that the late Ido Voss's chief scientist is now among them. Tormata points out that Wren was banished to the front lines of the war with the Ganites after the failure at Green Hill Gap, and the other soldiers wonder what good a scientist is going to do in the battle. But these soldiers obviously haven't been watching Tormata's Tech Bandits live streams, because as Tormata is quick to remind them, science is going to win the war for them. That line. I blinded <laughs> them with science. That line, dude. Science is here to save you. Because science is going to save you, Colonel. Science is going to win this war for you. <laughs> I was like, Our, fuck uh, yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, Hewlett is loving this. Oh, oh my God. He is so he hamming is up. He is such this, a slime. This, this bad guy role. <laughs> yes. He, I love it. I really do. Uh, he is... And it's not because that um, you know we we he's a, basically a salty nerd at this point, right? But um, he is him in this. Shit oh my god, up. he's he doing his it. own like Hewlett impression of Queen Kane. I feel like <laughs> oh, he's yeah, just like yeah. I'm going to science it's, you. Yes, yeah, I mean that that line alone must have just been so much fun to say for him. Uh -huh. Like the characters that he's played before, plus the stuff that he does in his real world, it's just like 
Science yeah. will save you. I can't wait to talk to you more about this guy. It was so funny. He's hands down my favorite part. I want to ask you guys. So, so basically, we got introduced to David Hewlett, the actor who plays Tormata, during season two when we were interviewing the cast and crew, and we've become very good friends with him. We've been on his live stream before. He's been on our show multiple times. Uh, is it weird watching him on screen now that, little, that, that we've gotten to know him so a well? A little bit. So, oh, I think it makes it better. Yeah, I'm I'm with Jude. Like, it's, I don't think it's weird. I, I I don't see David when I watch the show. I, I see yeah. the character because yeah. it's so bonkers and his eyes are all fucked up and he's got a completely different way of speaking. Like, I really do just see Tormata when I'm watching yeah. this. But it does add an extra layer. Knowing because you can see how much fun he's having yeah, with the character. Yeah, I think that might be what it is. Like, mm. I can tell he's just having a blast. And I think that, that adds a little bit of uh, extra layer to the show for me right yeah. now. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. What about you, Kadesh? I feel, I feel, I feel a little chilly. Honestly, <laughs> I can't well, help it. I've always been a fan of, of yeah. Hewlett's work ever since, you know, Stargate uh, Atlantis. And you can tell like, like he is just savoring every minute with this character. Mm. Or like he just walks in and, and, and he's like... He's the bad guy of the season. He's yeah. the big bad, and 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 he just chews the scenery every minute he's on screen, and I loved it. So yeah, like um, you know, I've always been a Hewlett Shell. So like getting to know him, you know, he is my <laughs> best friend now. So go ahead, continue on. All right. Back in Pensa, Magra is singing a lullaby to her new grandchild when Kofun shows up just in time to disown Wolfie, taking a page from Jerla Morell's book on how to be the worst dad ever. <laughs> Kofun fucks off to the smelly barrel where Harlan finds him. Kofun asks, how did you find me? As though there was some other bar deadbeat fathers <laughs> go to drown their sorrows in inside of Pensa. Thank you for never changing, Kofun. We love you just the way you are. Anyway, Harlan then tries to give Kofun fatherly advice about being a father, and Kofun's all like, you're not my dad, man. <laughs> and Harlan tells him that Kofun doesn't need a dad. Wolfie does, especially with a mom as deranged, murderous, and insane as Queen Kane. Harlan then insists that bartender Rhodey get out the good stuff so he and his bratty stepson can get properly wasted. Dude, Harlan is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, like the way he talks down to Kofun, he's like, I'm not talking about you, you prick. I'm yeah. talking about your son. Yeah. He's going to be a confused kid. Mm -hmm. He needs somebody. You could be that somebody. I know you think that everything is about you. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not. There's other people around. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way he talks to him, like it's because Kofun immediately was like, fucking fatherly advice bullshit. But like, you know, what? Kofun and Hanoa both have, have gone through three seasons of this show just being like, I know everything. <laughs> and it's nice when. Like they 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 get a little smack down. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, yeah. you don't know what even is the best booze in the bar. <laughs> just shut up. You just got here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Harlan's I think might be my favorite character so far. Okay. Of this season, like I loved him in season two, but he didn't have a lot to do. But yeah. this, like, so far, what every I've seen, time he was on screen, he was a joy to watch. Yeah, he's though. awesome. He's so sarcastic, but he's also very suave. Mm -hmm. I just his character. He's a charming fun. prick. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys picked up on this or not, but the bartender in the scene at the Smelly Barrel was played by Joe Strecce, who's the blindness consultant oh, on the show. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. Right on. Yeah. So shout out to Joe. He's the one who teaches everyone how to act blind. Nice. Uh, but I do like how Kofun's just like, how'd you know where to find me? <laughs> and it's like, oh, like the, the pissing pole couldn't uh, yeah. mask your scent or something. <laughs> like Kofun's just like, well, I didn't see you coming, so I don't know how you found me. He's like, bro, there's like my one, city. one bar in the city. <laughs> yeah. <though." laughs> It's like, this is my city, dude. Like, I grew up here. I run the whole show. Mm -hmm. Like, I know what's going I on. I stopped the fucking bar. Yeah. 
God damn it, bro. Yeah, I think I think Harlan actually owns that place. <laughs> probably, he probably does. Probably does. <laughs> uh, final note on Harlan. Uh, this is his town, right? Still the best beard in the show. It's well managed. Jude, Jude was a, a little annoyed at like the stuff on the back of his head. Oh, the ponytail things? He's got like little little rat tails <laughs> going on back there. Little Not braids. A fan. Not, Not a, a fan. fan. I still love his beard. That didn't go over as well as I thought. All right, moving on. Continue, <laughs> okay. All right. Back in Toledo, the Trevontians are assembled outside the USS DirecTV as Ren watches Olamond rigging the dry riverbed with their mysterious secret weapon. Then, the massive army of Bears fans has somehow made their way down the Cliffs of Insanity and are now bum-rushing the Trevontians. Though the soldiers are freaking out that they're about to get overrun, Dr. Rodney Tormada stays cool, shouts, fuck Mike Ditka, Steelers rule, and then blows the Ganites the fuck up. Ren gets immediate PTSD from being able to witness carnage worse than the Steelers' 1989 loss to the Browns, but Tormada basks in the aroma of victory, saying, I love the smell of gunpowder in the morning. Olaman sheds a tear over man's inhumanity to man, and every Ayura in a 10-mile radius is now bleeding from the ears. But hey, fuck the bears, am I right? <laughs> Uh, fun scene. I love the visuals of it. I love uh, Joe Morrell's kid with like the gas mask on. Very intimidating. Very cool. Very like. How come he's the only one that gets a gas mask? I though? don't know. Dystopian. Uh, there's two things that I noticed about this that I kind of like was like tilting my head about. Uh, one, he lights a fuse uh -huh. that is like one of those old school like old western fuses that just goes. It's a cannon fuse. How the fuck long did they know how to put that out for before the Gamites showed up? They science. Like, they knew science. They're like, light the fuse. And I can picture this guy being like, how long do you want it? Because um, well, you can hear the footsteps. At least 15 minutes long of a fuse. They're like, going to meet a new group of <laughs> I want to know how all the Ganites got down that cliff. One Ropes. At, one at a time on a rope. Yeah. It was overnight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they had time to do yeah, shit. They, they tore up their Bible and tied them together. <laughs> yeah, that surprisingly was not an issue that I had. I mean, maybe they went down... A mile uh, different, down the river, yeah, different way went somewhere. down the stairs or something. Yeah, that didn't bother me. <laughs> the second thing that I noticed, and this has nothing to do with the quality of the show or anything like that, it just, it, when Ren and her group of people are standing there, it's a byproduct of like the COVID filming that they had to go through with this this show. And you can tell like everybody's strategically placed six feet apart from each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, normally I'd be like, oh man, that sucks. I hate when they, when that happens because it kind of breaks the fourth wall a little bit for me. Like, oh, this was obviously filmed when they were doing, you know, the COVID lockdown shit. And there's like nothing they could do to get around it. It just shows up in the show. I mean, they made it look like, yeah, like I, military formation. It's not it, like it didn't take me out. It's not nearly as bad as like a Star Wars show where they did the same thing. It was like so obvious that they were doing that. But like, I don't know. It just it just bumps me out a little bit. Like a, a little bit of the real world is peeking in through this show. It kind of you, bumps you, me out. You know what kind of bummed me out about this scene was like, so uh, when the Ganites are approaching, like Tormata specifically calls up the uh, local Ayura, mm -hmm. and it's just like, how many are approaching? And she like listens, listens in, and he doesn't tell anyone to like cover their ears. <laughs> that poor Ayura was probably dead well, because he, of those. Well, he covers his ears. He wanted to put on a He's, spectacle. He yeah. wanted to like to make a show out He's of it. He's standing there with glee. And yeah. he's like, I'm going to fuck this eye ear up. <laughs> <laughs> like, never going to work again. Yeah, he's like, fuck that eye ear up. <laughs> fuck them all, I yeah. think. Because he, he actually does cover his ears. You guys notice that? He like goes like this. Okay, guys, here we go. Yeah, but he doesn't warn anyone <laughs> else. He doesn't be a dick about it. You know what? At least, at least all the, all the, uh, the good guys... Good guys, uh, um, Torontians. Yeah, they all at least like acted like they were in pain from yeah. the noise. Yeah. So 
That was a nice note. That was a nice little touch. That they I dig that. There. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, but there's some like Ayura in, in like freaking Toledo on the outskirts and he's just like, oh, my ears are bleeding. <laughs> that's a, that's, that happens. It's yeah. a byproduct. Yeah. But uh, the visuals of the scene were cool. And I, oh, lo yeah. I loved uh, uh, Tormata's reaction. Like as soon as the explosions were over, he just kind of mm -hmm. like inhales. He's oh, just he, like, oh. you know, yeah. you know what happened during that scene, right? What happened? That satellite dish got blown the fuck off the hole. <laughs> <laughs> it was hanging by its little strings above yeah. them. Did you see yeah. that in the yeah, background? I'm sure it just went boink. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're never going to be able to cover that. Oh, they don't have to anymore. Cover they that can hole leave. again. Yeah. They're done. They killed. Is that all of the Ganites? Well, I think that was the whole the army, The war right? is basically over. Yeah, they right? said the war is won. Yeah. Well, they were they like, killed, let's move on. They killed their massive army of 200 yeah. people. Oh, all, yeah. They're done. All yeah. 50 of them. <laughs> nothing left but women and children back home making going like where the fuck did they go? I heard something pop a while ago. I don't know what happened. Yeah. There has to be like a Norseman style like side spin off of this show. Oh, you mean like it's gonna be like some of the old blind dudes around the going around the edge? <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, man, we're gonna like come around from the side. We'll come from behind. Yeah. Flower. Oh, <laughs> that's really cool. Let's go get that squirrel over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We gotta get a, uh, Orm. Get Orm. <laughs> He's gotta be in this show. Yeah. The, the, the Ganites second like, in command. I can't tell you what happened, but I will reenact it for you. <laughs> the show, show is ripe for like a comedic spinoff. I'm just telling you, man. It has to happen. All right. Go ahead and continue on, Kish. All right. In Pensa, Hanawa and Charlotte are in the market, and Charlotte is trying to make sense of the Kane family tree, which is George R.R. R. Martin levels of complicated. Bagra is both Wolfie's grandmother and aunt, while Sibith is both Wolfie's mom and aunt. Kofun is Wolfie's father, but also cousin, which makes Hanawa both cousin and aunt to Wolfie. This, of course, makes Baba Voss Wolfie's father's aunt, sister's cousin's former roommate. Everyone got that? Got Good. it. Yep. <laughs> As Charlotte is still trying to figure out how everyone relates to each other, Hanawa notices another sighted person in the market who runs off the moment he realizes Hanawa can see him, and Hanawa is all like, WTF, bro? Yeah. Like, what up? Um, Hanawa is really bugging me. Why? Because she's just like, oh, you can see. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Let's tell everyone. Besties, right? Think, like, Hanawa, like, that's not yours to tell. Shut the fuck I mean, up. Go buy your groceries. I mean, oh, come on now. I mean, that dude looked like some fucking hippie-ass rested root listening <laughs> motherfucker. I like, just, oh, that guy's, he can see? No. So. Uh, no, thanks. Are we I, establishing, I, like, there's like a, a sighted colony of people? There's more people out there than we think that can more see. More than we can sure. think. Because sure. they're just kind of like randomly popping in. To, yeah, yeah. I didn't mind the way she did that because she didn't like say anything. She just looked, they had like a moment. But she wants to. And she's so irritated that the other sighted people don't want to be as open about being sighted yeah. as her. Yeah. Yeah, well, Rand and um, Jarrell Morrell Jr. did the same thing on the battlefield, except they. Uh, yeah, they looked at each other, but they were just like, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see? Yeah, I can we, see. We good? Yeah. Okay, okay cool. cool. Right on. All right, cool. So that's how she should have done it. Well, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. What's, what's weird? Cool. What's weird is that um, Pensa is supposed to be like, you know, a safe haven for people of sight as, right. as you know, uh, Queen Magra declared it. So like, um, you know, it's no longer illegal to like nope. be able to see. And so you'd think that over the course of like the past year, more sighted people would have showed up there and there'd mm. be like a contingent of them. But like, we're getting the sense that like, there's only like these handful and when um, Hannah does find them, she's so excited and they're just like, no, get the, get the fuck away yeah. from me. And like all the townspeople are like, boo, <laughs> boo, <laughs> witch 
bitches. Goddamn, Salem witch trials going on. I, I will say, I, I felt I felt like Charlotte was a real standout in this scene. Oh, like, it's, good, it's good to see Charlotte again. Her commentary in the background, where she's like trying to figure out the familial ties between everybody, is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, Your yeah, family's man. fucking weird. Dude. <laughs> it's, it's like these people are freaking like uh, uh, Targaryens or something from Game yeah. of Thrones, or, or 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 they live in southern Southern Oregon, where I come from. <laughs> because <laughs> fucking everybody's related up there. Somehow. I mean. It's ridiculous. Well, you would think that the mountain tribes would have like a little bit more. Remember that whole episode where they had to go find fresh blood? Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember season one? Was like like the, the, the Baxes were like fucking each other and stuff like that. <laughs> remember I mean, season they one? Have, they have whole festivals. Yeah, man. Dedicated Fuck to nothing. Festivals. I miss the burlap twins. <laughs> nothing. They're dedicated to nothing but, you know, bumping uglies, getting some yeah. new fresh DNA in the mix. What did they say in mm -hmm. season one? They were like, the blood of the tribe has grown through thick. And I'm yeah. like, how long have you been doing this? Yeah. Too many people with six toes and <laughs> a third eyeball. Those fucking bastards yeah. are fucking each other. Now, yeah. Well, when you can't see, it's just kind of like, well, like, I don't know if I fucked my cousin or not. You know? <laughs> well, they had to wear a different, whatever, that's season one. Um, yeah, go ahead, continue on what happens next. <laughs> All right. Back in the empty mommy riverbed in Toledo, Tormata leads Ren and his goon Maddox through the remains of the still smoldering Bears fans. He reveals that Ido told him of Ren's ability to see and that he is devoting himself to avenging his fallen friend and carrying on Ido's plan, even if it goes against the triangle. Tormata recruits Ren to help him get revenge on Baba Voss and aid him in a planned conquest of the East and then conquering what lies beyond Paya, building the greatest empire the world has ever known, just like the ancients did in the Pegasus Galaxy before the arrival of the Wraith. <laughs> Tormata then leaves Maddox to help Ren clean up the last of the Ganites in Toledo, then escorts her back to Trevantes. When Ren objects to her leaving her battalion, Tormata points out that Ren is too valuable to leave on the front lines. He then fucks off because Lieutenant Commander Dr. Rodney Tormata has got things to do, and they all involve getting revenge against Ronan. I mean, Baba Voss. I have something I want to talk about because when I watched this scene, I was like, this is freaking so cool. So there's the way that they filmed the scene where it almost looked like an old school side scrolling video game where they had their characters in the background with like a foreground in the front and it was just out of focus, but you got the characters and they're just walking across this, this horizon. And in the foreground is just body parts just bloody stumps and hands and legs mm -hmm. and bones protruding out. And I just, I, I thought that was really freaking cool. It was like, it was a non grotesque way of showing the destruction of the mm -hmm. explosions. And it wasn't like in your face. Like it didn't feel like a, like a game of Thrones war scene where like people were getting their legs and shit chopped off. It was yeah. just like, it was there <laughs> if you were looking for it, but it wasn't like in your face. And mm -hmm. it came out of nowhere too. Like no one even did a haka dance first. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that's it was, what the, they, they needed to do a haka dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Afterwards to celebrate or oh, before, so, right? Uh, just to, yeah. Well, they, nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. I think he, I haven't seen a good haka well, dance since David, season one. Did, Hewlett knew what was going on. Yeah. Tormata did. He didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Well, he wanted to make a splash. He wanted he, to make a yeah. He, was, he just wanted to bask he, in the glory. Tor Tormata was laying down some big dick energy in the <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah, was. It's like, yeah. just relax, do what I tell you, and you'll be okay. Yeah. And then kaboom. Yeah. And, like, and they're oh, like, you should have told us to cover our fucking ears. <laughs> <laughs> I would have really appreciated a scene where they were just like passing out rags or something and been like, okay, stuff this in your ears. Something like that, yeah. Well, it, 
one of the things I did like about this scene is, is they kind of expanded upon the mythos of this world a little bit because he talks about conquering Paya, which is the kingdom to the east. But then he's like, there are stories of cities to the north and to the south and even further to the east that can be conquered. And, and so like, it makes you wonder like, okay, what other tribes are out there? What's going on in other parts of the country? You know, like, I'd like to, I'd like to see that, you know, I'd love to see like what New York city looks like at this point. I want to see what Las Vegas is. Pretty much the same thing. You think <laughs> Las <laughs> Vegas looks the same. It's probably just empty. It's no just water. empty and there's no water. A lot, like, of, a lot of gambling. <laughs> Lake Mead is just a bunch of barrels, bodies in it. Yeah. Same. Oh, Allegiant Stadium's still probably there. Yeah, probably. They're probably covering the doorway up with a satellite dish. <laughs> New York built a wall of tires around yeah. it. That'd be great. Yeah. You could have like Kurt Russell in there, you know, being the leader of New York. Surfing. Surfing in New York. <laughs> yes. Give me that. I, I, I think the satellite dish is going to be my thing. <laughs> USS Direct TV. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Yeah. 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 I wonder who came up with that. It was like, hey, let's have a satellite dish we're going we're gonna to use as a door. You guys are stuck in the weirdest did, shit. Did, did Momoa come down and like pull it off the top of the, the, the battle? With one string. <laughs> How do I get it back up there? Fuck knows, dude. <laughs> Chugga-winch, winch. <laughs> okay. Like, that, that's real sealed. <laughs> I tried to give this show a compliment. You guys are like, nah. <laughs> Fuck the satellite. Listen, they don't expect us to be. I hope they don't. I hope they what don't. What we do. We are what we are. We are what we are. We love you guys, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking satellite dish. Get a piece of fucking iron. Yeah. Put, a, put a fucking piece of wood over it. Or, you know, uh, what, a piece of plywood or something would be better than that fucking... Remember last season where you said why why didn't they just have people up there to push the rock? Yeah, down? yeah, yeah. And they were <laughs> like, huh? huh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. This is another one of those situations. So you're saying not use a satellite dish, but we but have a satellite dish. We have a satellite dish. It's literally so, curved, <laughs> so people can walk in on both sides of it. What are we supposed or, to do? Or, or they could just roll it away. <laughs> or just move it. We're such assholes. We could we could have we could have just made like a big salad in it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a huge salad bowl. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, put it on the bottom and turn, fill it with water, make a pool out of it. You know, get a pool party. Fuck it, whatever. Can we, can we, get, can we make a satellite dish t shirt? I'm going to get something. Tomato has a piece of his costume that I want to go down to Home Depot and buy a wire wheel disc and just strap it to my chest for his costume. That's going to be my costume. Flavor, flavor. <laughs> I, I, I do love how evil they're playing Tormata in this episode. Oh, he's, oh yeah. He's, like, he's this, a straight up villain. Yeah, this, this is the first time we've actually gotten to hear him speak. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just wonderful, like how dripping with evil delight yeah. uh, Hewlett's playing this. I mean, I mean yeah. we are a little biased towards David Hewlett. I'm not going to lie, but I want him to have this character that just like fucks things up all season long and then has the most grotesque fucking gnarly death at the end of season three. I get it. I want him to go out in this. I want him to go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> I really do. There, there's also a great line in the scene where, where he, he's like, you know, Ito has been banging that drum and now we're, we're going to take up where he left off. And she's like, well, you know, the, the triangle uh, didn't listen to that that drum. And he's like, I think we can all agree that our drum's a little bit louder now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the scene in season one when um, Baba Voss is like sticking his thumbs in Jerla Morel's yes. eye holes? He's like, you did this. You did this, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. just picturing what is he going to do that's worse to so Hewlett. In the trailer, there's a scene where uh, Termanda is like, whatever his fucking Termata. name is. Termata. Termata is like uh, in this hallway and it's just completely in flames and his hair is all fucked up. And I'm like, I think they might 
burn them. Oh, that's, that's not a good way to go. <laughs> I want another "you did this to yourself" mm. moment oh, yeah. between uh, yeah. Momo and Hewlett, though. I feel like they've earned that in the in the history of the relationship. I'm sure it'll be fine. After he wipes his face with the pile of we'll, oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, <laughs> so gross. Why? Go ahead. Take it away, Kevin. So, so Momo would probably actually like that. You know, he's into weird stuff. All right. Meanwhile, Magra has lunch with her children. Hanawa is pissed that people with sight are still scared to reveal themselves under Magra's rule, and Kofun hates his sight, hates his kid, and apparently hates his twin sister now, too. The twins fight, and Kofun storms off after Hanawa calls him out on being a bad father. When she points out Baba Voss wouldn't approve of Kofun's behavior, Magra points out that Baba Voss left them. But Hanawa also reminds her that Magra was the one who lied to him and drove him away. Shut up, Hanawa. No, She's no. She's right, though. She's right. And I love the little the little head twitch attitude she has with Kofun. She's like, you're a bad dad. Fuck you. <laughs> and, you're a, and mom, you were a bad wife. Oh, can we talk about the continuity between Magra and, and uh, Sibeth eating the same yes. exact way? Which yes. is like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I was definitely picking up some some Kane Queen Kane vibes. Very much from so. Than yeah. This episode. She's sitting there. She's like, I mean, I'm not listening to this right now. And she just continues to eat. <laughs> I loved it, dude. They they did. They, she's done a good job. Yeah. You know. You mean? I mean, but she's right. You get the queen. You get some responsibilities. You have to do some shit. You probably don't want to do. Yeah. I'm just talking you about know? like them being sisters. They yeah. have some oh, yeah. of the same. Definitely. Mannerisms. Man, thank you. Mannerisms I'm, and stuff. I'm probably sure, pretty sure that they had somebody come in and it's like, what can we do to make you guys more Well, when we talked like to Sylvia similar. the other day, she was saying that they're actually pretty close. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. they probably just got together and they were like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You want to do it too? It's like, hey, how did you eat that chicken in season yeah. two? If, like this. If, <laughs> if Margaret starts talking like this, starts, you know, being very strange with the way she talks. I'm going to lose my mind. I, I hope she does. She starts I, wearing I, those head pieces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She like, starts yeah. going a little nuts. Yeah, I can It'll see it. Awesome. Well, well, there was a point in the episode where she starts caressing the uh, the ropes of law, just mm -hmm. like uh, yeah. Sibeth did in uh, the first season. Sibeth. Yeah. Sibeth. 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 What a weird name. That is a weird name. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to name your next dog Sibeth? <laughs> but but that part where Kofun just like stabs his knife into the table oh God. and like leaves. You're Ugh. not intimidating, <laughs> Kofun. You big bad man now. <laughs> I don't want to have a kid. I've said it before too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I really I really hate it when my aunt gives me a hand job. <laughs> Where's the intimacy intimacy coach when you need her? Yeah. God damn it, Kofun. Just can't with this I'm guy, dude. I'm leaving. <laughs> My aunt seduced me. Yeah. Well, well, you, you know his 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 character arc over the course of the season is going to be like, oh, I'm going to become the father that I never had, yeah. or something like yeah. that. We'll, 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 he'll be the greatest oh. thing since sliced bread. I don't know if I'll be able to buy it, dude. I don't know if I'll be able to buy it. I'm going to predict that one of the twins dies. You think so? By the end, we'll see. I'm good. Just to throw that out there. Okay. All right. Continue on, Katie. Go ahead. All right. Speaking of Baba Voss, he finally shows up halfway into the episode, and when he does, he's smelling poop and rescuing dogs. When a mysterious stranger tries to sneak up on him, Baba Voss proves he's still boss and gets the drop on him. We're introduced to a new character named Ranger, an old friend of Baba's from his Alka-Seltzer days. In punishment for making so much noise that Baba could hear him sneaking up on him, Baba takes a handful of poop from his poop pouch and smears it on Ranger's face, you know, as friends do. Ranger and Baba then climb a couple hundred 
hundred feet up a sheer cliff wall because nothing is more relaxing than blind people climbing up a precarious mountain face. Just like in episode six of season one, where Baba Voss had the help of his two sighted children to tell him where to put his hands and feet, and oh, he still only right. barely survived. <laughs> Rangers celebrate surviving the climb by getting high on some rather unstable herbs. herbs. <laughs> ba Baba is content with his contact high from Ranger's crack pipe and still laments that he ruins the lives of everyone he cares about. Ranger and Baba then return to their camp with dinner and are greeted by Lou, Ranger's girlfriend. Hey, remember Lou from season one, episode one, back when she was Baylou, Bo Lion's sister, the one that wanted to kill Baba Voss and hand Magra and the twins over to the Witchfinders? Well, turns out she still hates Baba Voss and blames him for the destruction of the Alka-Seltzer tribe. <laughs> it seems Baba has been crashing on her couch, making long distance <laughs> phone calls and leaving poop pouches lying around. And Lou's deadbeat stoner boyfriend doesn't want to kick his buddy out, much to Lou's chagrin. Hey, speaking of bowline, guess who shows up? <laughs> With a familiar chet-chet, bowline makes her way to her sister's hiding place to try to convince Baba to return to civilization. But Baba wants none of what bowline has to sell. Okay, there's a lot to talk about here. First, first off. Go ahead. I'm hating the synopsis. Um, <laughs> Can I, you write was, the next no, one? No, that, that was actually his best one. <laughs> that was better than that the, was the, best the Bears so one, for, yeah, um, for sure. So I just want to throw this out there. Nothing against the guy playing Ranger. But they should have cast Snoop Dogg <laughs> as, as Ranger. Listen. Okay. They should have been Snoop. And Snoop can act. He can do it. Yeah. yeah. And he can sit there and he can smoke on that fucking blunt. <sighs> you know what you need to do, man? Snoop was like, you ain't rubbing that poop in my chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have a poop pouch? I don't fucking Listen, know. What Listen. Listen. the fuck? I have a theory. I'm just going to throw And this might be a little egotistical of me, but I have a theory, and I don't know if it's going to hold true, but we're going to find out. I just have an inkling in my mind. Ranger is us. Like, he's always oh. the one telling Baba, like, bro, your fucking thing's up, man. You're, you're making an analogy between our podcast and Ranger. <laughs> and Are Ranger. you saying they okay. invented a character to represent our podcast <laughs> I, on the show? A little bit. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a little Fuck bit egotistical you. of you. You sweet summer child. I'm going like, to go with it. I'm going to go with it. Like he's he's always kind of given Baba like this weird advice that's kind of true but a little bit dickish. Yeah. And you got to eat, you know, he makes him eat shit because like, he's not so, as smart as he thinks so, he is. So Baba, next time you're in a battle, have a couple guys on top of the cliff <laughs> to push the boulder <laughs> instead of him pulling it into the ice block. Yeah. I mean, I just thought about okay. that. Like, I, I wonder about the decision is like, Okay, let's have these two guys climb up a hundred foot cliff for no reason. It makes total sense. Yeah, especially wow. considering how yeah. dangerous that is for blind people. <laughs> it is, it's, that's dangerous for sighted people. Yeah, <laughs> not you know. I, I, they, I just I'm, kept thinking of uh, Star Trek Five, where Kirk just like there was no climbing. climbing. There's, There's no there. rocket boots. There's no rocket boots no for rocket this show. Boots, yeah. So the Bow Lion family is back. Yeah, that was interesting. That was a deep cut. From that was season one. a real be, deep be, cut because uh, Baylu was only in like one episode. Yeah, <laughs> the very beginning, right? The yep. first episode yep. when they came out of that cave and they were all standing there like, "I stand with Baba Voss," and she's like, "Fuck no." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Baylu was the one like after Bo Lion declared for Baba Voss, she's like, "Fuck Baba Voss, yeah. let's kill these guys." Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, they have a really cool pad inside a bomber from World War Two. Yeah, that's still around five hundred years later. Yeah. Do you think they have a satellite dish door? <laughs> I don't have any doors. <laughs> I, I, I just found it funny, like how frustrated she was with her deadbeat stoner boyfriend <laughs> and letting his buddy crash at their pad for months on <laughs> nine months right like 200 man, something days that's what friends do you know you're just like yeah man you can crash at my pad well, okay. for a couple days and you know then six months later it's like yo man but, you uh 
what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but, but she blames him for the death of everyone she knew, including yeah. her mother. The whole Alkini tribe. And, you know, now. she's not wrong. She's not. But they, 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 they she's not right either. They both have points. Um, I have. We have to discuss the whole shit eating thing. How? I don't understand. Why? Why? But boys will be boys. It's kind of like a, it's a hazing we, ritual, right? I, yeah. Well, I mean, like in the production meeting, and they're sitting there, like, okay, these guys are going to be playing a game, and whoever can get the drop on the other one loses. Like, what are they going to lose? They, they either get a, 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 a rope burn or, or what are those? Or, oh, yeah, yeah, rope burn. What, what are those called? Rope burn with Indian, Indian, rug Indian, burn. Indian, Indian rug burn. Indian rug burn. We can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. What? What's wrong with Native American? Native American rug burn. Yeah. Oh, have we? I'm going to crisscross applesauce. Now too. A commander burn. You, you know how I read the the poop pouch thing. I think that was Momoa's idea because he just wanted to smear poop on someone's face. Yeah. It wasn't really poop though, was it? How do you know? He did gag after. I, I, it doesn't. I don't care what it is. It looked. It looked gross. gross. Why is he carrying it around in a pouch? Well, you know, hunters like to smear shit. Is it and, his and, poop? And, and poop and pee and stuff on themselves so they blend in with their surroundings. That would make you when they're out hunting. Well, well that's so maybe that's how he sneaks up on all these deers that he's shot. So, so if you if you guys remember in um in the first season and the second season, there were these things where he would smear like mud on his face and right, stuff yeah. like that. And a lot of this stuff is to basically mask their scent so that uh, they can't be tracked by like centiers and stuff like that. Yeah. And so like it would make sense that he would carry Which around some, some poop. With him just to like throw out like mask his scent in is some it, way. That's is exactly it his poop? that's exactly what I just said. Is it that, somebody that, else's no, poop? That's, a, he's that's a real thing. Because masking his scent, so it wouldn't be human poop. Okay. You know, there's you can go to the sporting goods. You can go to Dick's right now. Yeah, you can get pee and, and, and buy like a bottle of pee. You know, urine spray to mm -hmm. spray on yourself when you go out hunting. Maybe that's how he's hunting these bucks with a samurai sword. I just said. That. I know you did. I'm agreeing <laughs> with you. Just because yeah. I'm saying something yeah. that I agree with you yeah. doesn't mean I'm. Taking it away from you. I also liked how he rescued the dog. That was nice. That was oh, that nice. was cool. The Are wolf. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a German Shepherd. It right? was. It was a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Feral dog. It, it, no. Well, it's, it's this it's, show now has two wolfies. <laughs> it's, it's one of those dogs that uh, witch finders would use to, to navigate like the the terrain. Oh, okay. So obviously it was like a runaway or someone that got left behind or something like that. Maybe it was one of the ones that Hewlett sent to track them down. Where the yeah. trap come from? Whose trap was that? That's what I was asking myself I too. Know. I just hmm. I was like, hmm. There's a it, trap it, might, it might have been Baba Voss's trap. Maybe. Who knows? All right, let's continue on. All right. Back in Pensa, Hannah was on the hunt for Roe Vano, the sighted guy who just wants to be left alone. Unfortunately, Lucian, a former witch finder, has captured Vano and plans to burn him just like the witch he is after making a rousing speech to the gathering crowd in the market square. Well, Hanawa isn't having any of this witch-burning nonsense, and against Charlotte's advice, declares herself and tells the witchfinders that Rovano can't see, pretty much after they've already lit him on fire, but hey, it's the thought that counts. Anyway, after not saving Vano, Hanawa and Charlotte fight the anti-sight mob, and Charlotte drags Hanawa away to safety after she screams, I see all of you, you'll pay for this. <laughs> how, okay, first off, how does a guy who can see caught by a bunch of blind people he's related to kofu <laughs> well <laughs> obviously also the witch finders are like experienced in in trapping sighted people i guess okay still so this um, is I, I don't buy it i don't buy anybody with sight being ever ever being captured by by blind people even it's like even season one when kofu I mean, got captured by the slavers yeah, yeah um i didn't buy that then either it's just it, it makes no sense to well me i think that he was asleep and they snuck up on him 
And, and how did they find what out? If they corner him, like one of them's like, "Hey, can you see?" He's like, "Oh no, no, not at all." And then, like, yeah, while like, they're distracting him, somebody comes up behind him. Yeah, and like, they, they've done a really good job showing that Kofun real and and Hanawa rely too heavily upon their sight, and mm. that's how they've gotten themselves yeah. into other traps before. Okay, you were gonna say? I don't know. It's it's fine. It just it's just I always, I just have a hard time buying into the fact that this guy who's you know can see can be captured by. Anybody that's blind. The thing I have the hardest time with is that this is now basically a new city where it's been declared by their queen that sight is a-okay. And they're burning people in the middle of well, the like town a, square yeah. as a mob. It's, like, where's the military? It's like a rebellion, almost. Yeah, they actually mentioned this in a later scene where, like, there are these little things that are being led by the witch finders that didn't agree with Margaret's proclamation yeah. at the end of the last season. And this uh, character, Lucian, he's actually played by uh, Dean Jaeger, who plays the character uh, Dylan Leary in uh, Tropper's other show, Warrior. Mm. He's like the head um, Irish guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh that's what I know him from. Yeah, he did look familiar, okay. for sure. Yeah, but uh, I, I just think it's always funny how Hanawa, like, um, in the Battle of Green Hill Gap, she didn't tell anyone to duck when they started like firing crossbows at him. And in mm -hmm. this one, like she waits until like they're literally lighting the guy on fire before she's like, "Wait, stop! stop. No, no. <laughs> don't do it!" <laughs> and Charlotte's just like, "Fuck!" Oh yeah, I, I love Charlotte's like satire in this whole thing. She's like, "Oh, okay, we're just gonna tell everybody then." All right. <laughs> and Charlotte's she's like the yeah, she's the the ninja chick. What, what do they call those? The circle. The circle. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. The was it the compass or the circle? Com Oh, no, no, it's the compass. The compass, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you'd think that they'd be like the, the Queen's Guard or something like that, but uh, there's just one of them. No, they got, no. they got We don't have any more compass people, and we don't have any more shadows. I miss the shadows. Shadows need to come back. The naked mud people? Mm-hmm. That was Bo Lyon. Yeah. It was. I think they kind of, didn't they kind of like write Yeah, that they kind of just forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chopper, Chopper said, I chose to forget about that. <laughs> right, I was just say, yeah. Chopper said, we just wrote them out. Yeah, we're not <laughs> doing that anymore. I, I, I like that whole thing. That was kind of cool. The shadows. But, yeah. We made the actors didn't want to be covered in mud. Uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but they don't mind poop. <laughs> <laughs> mud, poop. All right, Katie, just go ahead. Inside Old Main, Magra is convening with her small council as they discuss the consequences of handing Queen Kane over to the Trevantians. Ambassador Trover will be in Pinsa soon, and there is growing religious unrest over Magra's support for those with sight. The council is divided on whether they can trust the Trevantians and whether or not Sibith's death will actually create more problems than it solves. Though Harlan puts the dissenters in their place, Magra is still struggling with handing her sister over to be killed. This is complicated when Harlan informs her that the Trevantians want a public trial of Sibeth, which means they will spend years torturing and humiliating her. Now Magra is faced with a difficult choice. Hand her sister over to the Trevantians for a drawn out and painful death, or save her life and go to war with the Trevanti. What, can somebody remind me what, um, Sibeth did to the Trevantians. So she manufactured, she blamed them for uh, her destruction of Payan, yeah. uh, the city that she flooded. Yeah, yeah. And she then started that war. And, yeah, and then started a war with them based off of those false accusations. Okay. And then remember when they went to like have their truce and she sent assassins to kill everyone? Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, yeah. Thank so you. If, I feel like the Trevantians are being played up as this massive conquering army that their only goal is out there just to conquer to expand the, the free world and expand but yet prior to 
Queen Cain provoking them, they kind of left them alone. So, think, so what what are they bad guys or are they good guys now? I mean, who, who's who? Who's what in this thing? I don't think anybody's like an outright bad guy. I don't think Trevantes is a bad city. Uh -huh. I think they're just a city that has desires to grow. I mean, and I mean, to get more land and more. You I know. mean, we went through the whole thing with with uh, um, Hewlett's character saying mm -hmm. we're going to take over the whole world. Yeah, we're going to be the yeah. biggest empire ever. Yeah. Well, one of the interesting things so. about the scene with Hewlett uh, with Tormata was he was saying that in the east, you know, um, Trevanti is basically so industrialized, and in the east they have lands to grow crops and, and abundant coal and, and stuff like that, where like if they got those resources, it would help with their kind of over-industrialized uh, like city-state. So there are motivations for like this battle of resources mm -hmm. uh, in the East. Yeah. I don't think it's outright like evil empire coming to take you over. I think it's just a natural two warring cities. Well, well they're also very militaristic, the Trevantians. And, and so like, they're just like a, they're kind of like Rome. They're just like a conquering force. Yeah. yeah. Continue. All right. Speaking of the Trevantians, guess who shows up at Pensa? If you guessed Deputy Siobhan Kelly, who traveled all the way from Banshee, you'd be right. <laughs> Only now she goes by the name Ambassador Trover, and she's all about negotiations, as long as those negotiations involve Harlan's dick. <laughs> now that the Trevantian envoy is here, Tamakta June and Harlan go to get Sibbeth to hand over the crazy queen to face justice, but Magra, being the terrible queen that she is, decides to protect the woman who literally murdered an entire city, started a war under false pretenses that killed hundreds of Pensons, brutally hunted down Magra's children for most of their lives and wiped out the entire Alka-Seltzer tribe. But Magra is afraid of handing over a crazy mass murderer because it will make her look weak and desperate, proving once and for all that the Canes are terrible at ruling stuff. When Harlan points out that the Torontians will not be happy about this decision, Magra tells Harlan to fix it with his dick. <laughs> Literally. What happened to Magra saying, like, it's just a marriage on paper. I'm going to have Harlan take over. And then you and I, Baba Voss, are going to ride off into the sunset with our children. Wait, I, That's out the fucking window. I guess. I mean, she's, she's, she's queen now. She doesn't care if, you know, Harlan has to use his, uh, his, uh, masculine wiles. Masculine wiles. <laughs> oh my God. To, uh, to, uh, get things rolling. I mean, he's definitely sleeping with the ambassador of the Trevantians. I mean, that, that's he the whole needs. plan. You know. Well, he's and, not getting it from Magra. Magra don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you, so. you wonder if in, in the year that's passed between season two and three, like, has Magra given him anything? Probably not. I wouldn't imagine so. I think Hannah would have something to say about that. I mean, they both know it's a marriage of convenience, right? Yeah, yeah, they're both on the same page. Well, so. also, so like, Marrying Magra, that makes Harlan the, the king consort, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, he would have, like, certain duties and, and, and a certain amount of power, especially considering the fact that he was, like, the liege lord of, of Pensa. Mm -hmm. So um, he constantly seems like, like just being, like, I don't know, subservient to Magra, even though she's obviously making one wrong decision after another. Like, when he kind of quells the, uh, the dissenters and the small council, nothing of what he said was true. <laughs> like, like Magrid did not make these decisions on her own. Uh, most of the decisions she made were wrong. And it was really Baba Voss who kind of like pulled their ass out of the fire on that one. Hmm. That's interesting. I forgot about that. Because he did credit her with a lot from last season that I think was more other people telling her to do something. Mm -hmm. um, just, I don't know. I, don't, I, I understand where she's coming from. She's like, I don't want to... Like, I know she's a terrible person, but she's still my sister. I'm not just going to go and sacrifice I'm, her. I'm not. 
really buying that. You don't buy it? No, because Queen Kane is irredeemable. But wasn't she the one? Magra said in the last season, she was like, I'm taking your freaking kid away from you and yeah. you're going with this. She oh, was like yeah, determined yeah. to yeah. like remove her from the situation. They should have had her like, I guess this is their version of a prison, but it's not, it's just a room and there's a couple <laughs> of guys outside. They should have had her in a fucking cell like well, Baba Voss was. She's chained up. She just has like a, a pillow on the floor, like but a, do- I mean, a dog without, mat. Like, like she's, she's gotten too close to her sister because like we've seen that they've had tender moments like especially when magra like had to go marry harlan like they had this very tender moment Mm -hmm. of like their family and she needs to separate herself from her sister because she's a weak bitch also (laughs) who is very easily swayed with like use your heart magra what does your heart uh, say also considering the fact that like you know magra was close with paris for literally literally decades she was like a mother figure to magra and and sibeth murders her at the end of like the last season Mm -hmm. you would think that that would you know kind of seal the deal where it's like okay as soon as this baby's out of her like we're we're getting rid of of her so like this this whole thing about like i you know i don't want to become my sister by handing my sister over to be like tortured and killed it doesn't make any sense because if anyone deserved it, it was Sibeth. Well, even know? if she was like, I don't, I don't feel good about having my sister tortured, like negotiate like a proper death. Like just, okay, you can have her, but we're not going to like draw Tomata this out. right there. Yeah. Like just like he wanted to chop her head off yeah. in the last season. Yeah. <laughs> like just have it be done. I, I like yeah. how Harlan and, and, and Tamakta June just go up there and say, listen, she had her baby. It was like, 30 seconds yeah. after she <laughs> pooped out the kid that um she like, okay she had the kid let's kill her and get her out of here yeah, and that that makes let's a go. good point because in mm-hmm. season two magra was all about killing Sibeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she was like this is the only way we can get rid of she her said, so. she's had a weird character change in the last yeah. nine months or whatever it's been <laughs> she's gotten too close June yeah. Said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. all right continue on kid all right back in the woods bow lion is trying to convince baba to either return to his family or come to the hidden tribes to train the orphans of the soldiers who died at green hill gap before Baba can tell Bo Lyon to fuck off for the millionth time, who should appear but none other than Lieutenant Commander Dr. Rodney Tormata, whose spies followed Bo Lyon to Baba Voss's hiding place. So much for the shadow training, am I right? Like for real! <laughs> <laughs> Tormata does what any good villain would do by monologuing and taunting Baba Voss from the surrounding woods, explaining his evil plan for revenge in great detail. Baba is immediately on guard because he doesn't have any citrus to fight Dr. Rodney with, and everyone knows poop pouches have no effect on evil geniuses. Tormata's taunts finally get to Bo Lion, though, as she charges into the woods to kill McKay, I mean Tormata, but before Baba Voss can stop her, she triggers a landmine and gets blown the fuck up. Baba Voss is knocked out by the blast, and thinking Baba Voss is dead, Tormata leaves a smug smile on his face. I'm sorry, but you should not be able to sneak up on Bo Lion. No. I mean, I, I, I sneak up. Oh, you mean because they followed her? Yeah. Well, they weren't sneaking up on her. They were just like tracking her. There's Listen, a bunch no. of fucking people sneaking up on this whole little yeah. compound, compound or whatever <laughs> I, it is. You know, I, yeah. know, I know, I know. Tropper told us that that they kind of kind of got rid of the the shadow, the thing. shadow thing. Yeah. But you know, they could have. I would have done it like maybe nobody else is. Maybe it was a lost art. Maybe Bo Lion was. I would have believed it if they had snuck up like on that. the stoner. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, Bo Lion? <laughs> Jude's like, he's right there. And then, and then they fucking kill her off. Yeah. Oh. I'm so pissed. I'm, Why? I'm not happy about I this either. I love Bo Lion. I, I kinda for like, real? Yeah, I kind of like Bo Lion. She showed up for like 30 seconds yeah, in but, season but two. She was kind of like a recurring character. Kill off that other bitch, Ranger's <laughs> wife. 
Yeah. You know, kill her off because we don't like her anyway. She's like, get off my lawn. Yeah, it blows up. Yeah, for sure. Kill so, Ranger. Who the fuck even is that guy? He's got a beard full of poop. Get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm totally I, with you. I, I did love how Tormata um, kind of like baited um, Baba Voss in the scene because, you know, we talked to to David Hewitt and he was like, you know, like I, I shot this with, you know, Jason had already shot all this stuff. So yeah, like, I'm just yeah. talking to like no one in the woods. And then like you see how like they intercut it to make it seem like, you know, um, Hewlett was actually there like interacting with with uh, Jason Momoa but uh, there was just something so creepy about that scene where like he's just like like Baba I yeah. know you're there yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like it, was, it was it was really kind of like a, a cool scene that really sets up like oh Tormata just blew Baba the fuck up you know? yeah but I wanted like okay so he's there to get Baba Bowline was just like collateral damage yeah so what happens after this does he does he actually capture him this we'll find out next week. This we'll find out next week. Tune in you next know, week. Oh. You know what I would have rather had conclusion. this scene do? Remember What's the that? scene in True Romance when the bad guys come and Brad Pitt is like stoned out of his mind. He's like, I'm not gonna fucking kill you, man. <laughs> like I would have appreciated a scene like that when Tormata comes up and like fucking stoner guy is just like, Goofing man, around. I don't even know, man. And yeah. Tormata just gets pissed and like throws a throws a grenade at him and walks away. And then boom, the whole thing explodes. Mm -hmm. That would have been funnier. Funnier? And better. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't kill Bo Lion. Don't kill her again. You, 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 know, well, you, know, you know what would have fixed the whole thing? Hmm. Is if Ranger and um, his wife had a really cool satellite dish. <laughs> <laughs> Protecting them in their house. It, it, it is shaped like a shield, right? Like a yeah. shield, yeah. Uh -huh. For sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> God damn it. And they wouldn't have been able to like get in there. Does he have he has landmines now? I guess. Because before he had to light a fuse. I don't, I don't know. But apparently they figured out the tripwire technology. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, what I'm asking. Well, like, I don't know. Well, well, what's crazy is Bowline. So like you wouldn't think that she'd just go charging in because like you, you she's, think that she's, she's like get all, get all ninja. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, like remember that that scene in season one where like they're going through like the sound traps mm -hmm. um, to get to Driller Morell's place. And, yeah. and, and she's, she's like stepping like very like like stealthily. And it's just like, where was that Bowline? Yeah, Dead. none of this made sense for like, her like, character. Like, like she was even ninja when she, when she tracked down uh, Tamakta June in, in the, uh, the the uh, oh, on the beach the, the, the village yeah, last yeah, season on the yeah. beach scene mm -hmm. where she like snuck up on him and overheard she's what they were talking about. She's the sneakiest fucking person in this whole show. Yeah, Maybe other like, than Baba Voss. She's like, fuck it, I'm going in. Yeah, this made no sense. Okay. They should have had what's his name, Jester or Ranger, whatever Ranger. his name is. They should have had him Or, or do they should have had the dog. They should have had the dog run oh, up. Oh, nobody kills dogs. No, don't kill shows. the dog. You can't kill the dog. I love that. And they called him No. Dog's name is No. What are you, <laughs> no. you going to call the dogs? I don't know. No. <laughs> Fuck off, dog. Get <laughs> out of here. That's a good name for a dog. great dog. No. He's a, and his line after Stop that, it. Ranger's like, that's going to be one really confused dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's like, it's not my dog. <laughs> it's not my dog, God damn it. It's I not my it. baby. <laughs> oh, that's where Kofun got it from. Yeah, that's right. Like father, like son. Like father, like son. It's not my baby. <laughs> Kofun's not, not even his kid. <laughs> be funny if Kofun was, was like, nope. <laughs> not, the name's not Wolfie. It's nope. 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 He comes in, the only thing he does as a father and names it, nope. <laughs> or... First of his name. First or, of his name. No. Or oops. <laughs> or damn it. I take it back. <laughs> Can I take my semen back? Your name shall be Take Backsies. <laughs> Fuck, his man. name shall be Well Shit. <laughs> yes. do, do, you, do you think uh, Queen Kane's going to boots uh, 
Tofun at some point. It's there's a, in the no. in the trailer. There's a scene where he gets fucking thrown down on his knees. It looks like he's gonna get executed. I don't think they're gonna do it though. I'm gonna I'm gonna give my uh, my prognostication right now. I'm gonna say that Kofun dies. Also, so does Queen Kane, uh-huh. and uh, Hanawa and Ren take the baby and and raise it. Okay. And walk with, off with the compass. Walk think, off into the sunset. I think with, that's a, a reasonable prediction in her in her high-rise apartment that she still has yeah (laughs) i'm kind of with you i I, I think um baba voss sacrifices himself so that the the twins can live i think that that's going to be how the season ends what about you what do you think i'm with jude i was going to say something really similar okay yeah i I really hope baba voss doesn't die at the end of this he can't i think the death toll in this season is going to be large it probably it's going to be very large because it's the final season they're wrapping things up they don't want to leave too many untied storylines they're gonna the death toll is going to be high for this maybe tamaki june will sacrifice himself or something for harlan you know harlan and tamaki june got a thing like i think they got a thing I'm not getting those. I never thought that before, but now I'm gonna be watching. Are are you shipping Harlan and Tamaki? (laughs) Fuck, dude. Tamak to Harlan. Oh no. Tamaktalin. To Harla June. To Harla June. Jesus Christ. I hate that shipping shit. I shouldn't do that. I don't think you do. Damn it. I bet that they got like three shots in here. They do have like a funny frenemy buddy cop vibe they you know? do that they would do. be a fun spinoff they're, and they're, they're always, too old for this they're always shit. walking into Sibith's chambers together you, you, guys, <laughs> you notice this right because well, like, they both want to kill her yeah it's like how are we gonna kill this bitch today <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but you're really turning they've me probably out. tried everything <laughs> and she's just wilier than they oh, anticipated God. there we go oh, it's, it's, it's been it. established uh, harlan goes both ways right yeah well i think so jesus christ all right I let's mean, polish this <laughs> when you're blind what difference does it make <laughs> It all so feels the same, right? Feels good. <laughs> Fucking asshole. It's warm. It's warm. It's warm. Stick it in your poop pouch. It's probably, probably, probably a little hairy, rather either side you're going on. All right. Final what? thoughts. <laughs> I That's stop why he has that shit on the back of his head. He's like, pull my hair. Yeah. Um, my final thoughts yeah. for episode what one. What do you think about episode one of season three? Um, uh, I really hate the satellite dish. Okay. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I can't. It's like, come on. That's a weird thing to get hung up on. Dude, dude, I I was hung up on the same thing. I got hung up on it the millisecond (laughs) it fucking dropped over the door. I'm like, what? A gunk. That's real. Secure. That works. They had to cut away before it fell over. You know, I know it didn't happen, but I know fucking Dropper is sitting up there. He's like, this is going to piss Vader off. gonna make him mad <laughs> and, I, and, I, and i hope it is what he thought and i know it's not but i, I hope it is <laughs> but you know what it's it's cool um i, I still hate to mock the june's haircut um but 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 then i realized when i look at his social media that's his actual haircut <laughs> and so I, I can't i can't hate on it too hard he just said fuck you i'm not cutting it i'm not shaving show. my hair off <laughs> sylvia's not shaving her hair off i'm not no, doing it no not at all this is my kitten play haircut okay <laughs> just make it fucking go straight up put some give fuck, him a put fucking some, mohawk put some gel in it shit yes. fucking kitten play tuck, that thing tuck tuck yeah. Fucking Witchfinder General. Um, Jude, yes. final thoughts. I wasn't done. Oh, you're not done? I'm sorry. Okay. No, Go ahead. No, I'm continue. done. Oh, now I'm done. you're done. Now I'm done. Fucking diva. Okay. Jude, go ahead. <laughs>
Mostly I hate Vader. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate what they did with Bo Lion. Yeah, I too. hate the poop beard. Mm. That's so weird. Uh, I'm excited to be back in the world of sea. Cool. Me too. Kish? I agree. I'm excited to come back to this world. I'm kind of sad that this is the final season. But at the same time, like, it's fun to get to see, like, uh, Hewlett, like, really like, chew the scenery. Uh, like he's having totally the does. best time with oh, his yeah. character uh, this oh, season. Oh, yeah. And, like, even when we talked to him, he was just like, I had a lot of fun. Like, like he, I think he said, like, this is the most fun he's had on a, on a, on a production in a long time. Um, so you can tell that he was just like chewing the scenery. Like the show looks gorgeous. Uh, the, the scale has mm. been like amped up to 11. Mm. Too um, bad nobody on the show can see it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I'm, I'm getting hints of season one here where there's just yeah. some, there's some ridiculous <laughs> stuff going on here. You know what That's I really okay. want to see? Like, uh, I want to see Vader's got me thinking with the whole satellite dish door thing. I want to see like somebody get trapped in a cave and like uh, the door to the cave is just like. A, a leaned a up piece of wood. A, you know, like a sheet full of water bottles <laughs> that they fashioned together. <laughs> As like chain mail, but it's all water bottles. So just plastic chain. I want to yeah. see uh, Magra pray. <laughs> <laughs> more that's, more, that's more seventh, prayer, yeah. That's a Sibbeth thing. I don't know. We haven't seen Sibbeth pray yet. I want to go to that church. <laughs> Okay. Just gooey. Everywhere. Everybody, everybody pray. Oh, <laughs> yeah. to pray just to make it today. That's why we pray. So fucking they, they, goofy. They've dude. never gone back to the praying. Thing. They haven't. They're like, oh. no, no, they did it in season two, but she got interrupted by uh, oh, by Harlan. Bring yeah. the prayers, prayer back. I want to pray again. Well, <laughs> do, do, do you remember, like, me and Jude were watching it, and that part where Rin at the beginning she starts sliding down that rope. We were like, wouldn't it be funny if she was just tying knots on the way down, where it's just like, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, like, there's so much stuff that didn't make any sense in this episode but at the same time you're like it's c like like yeah let's just have fun with course. it yeah but but the introduction of the poop pouch you know the satellite dish door um it, there, there's just so much stuff in here we're just like you know <laughs> I, I really fuse, I, like how long do they know yeah, how to make I, the fuse for <laughs> i really love and respect jonathan tropper but at the same time i'm like like were, were you hitting the glenn <laughs> levitt <of> this? <laughs> crazy guy <laughs> I like you. But you're but crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> uh, I had a blast. I, I agree with Jude. I'm just happy to be back into this universe. Uh, it's so fun and goofy and weird, and I love breaking it down. I love just looking at it and just going like, "What the fuck, dude? This is crazy." Uh, again, I agree with uh, Kata. Shula is just having a blast, and you can tell it's coming across in the character. Um, I have a gut feeling like the ship pouch was directed right at us. <laughs> That's just my theory. I can't prove it. I'm probably being an e egotistical jerk we're, right we're, now. We're, but I don't think we're that important. I, maybe not. I don't know. If, I any, just, if anything, like, the satellite dish was the representation <laughs> of this podcast. Didn't belong. That's you. Doesn't really um, help anything. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> shit. You know pouch. what I think is like season one was so like so bad that it was good. It became funny and good, but uh. they fixed so much oh, yeah. in season two that it became too good. And now I think they're just having fun <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the final season. Well, they're like, hey, it's final season, guys. Go ham. And they're yeah, like, okay. We're, yeah. We're so. going gonna to take, the theme for season three is going to be, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and I'm on board. I'm, I'm on board. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. It's a, it's a It was a fun episode, and it kind of caught us back up with all the characters. Um, 
And the, the trailer for this season looks epic, and I can't wait to see yeah. some of these battle scenes. So I'm really looking forward to this. It's going to be a great couple of weeks talking to you guys about this show. So I'm looking forward to it. Here's what I don't want to see. I don't want to see Kofun's character get redeemed. Oh, just let him go I out. I just want him yeah. to be an asshole, dip irredeemable, shit. a dipshit, and then I want him to die. <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> oh. Just don't hurt the baby or the be, dog. He's going to be like, oh, I finally, I love my son. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Tamakta June. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, <laughs> stupid kid. He's got, he's, his, he's he's got, got his, his arm around <laughs> Queen Kane. Yeah, right. And he's like, we're going to be a family. And she's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Yes. yes. Death by fingernail. She, she yeah. neck shivs him. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. it. That's where it ends. And then, and then Hanawa's behind her. And, and, uh, she's like, skunk. Yeah, yeah, she shoots gotcha. an arrow through okay. Pinky. And then as Kofun is dying, he sees Toad in like a fever dream. <gasps> and Toad's just like, you fuck. Toadfoon returns. Toadfoon. He's with Paris. Paris is standing next to him like Force Ghost from Star Wars. <laughs> 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 fucking, God damn it, Toadfoon. Have fun storming the gang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's polish this up. Vader, where can they find you on the socials, bud? Oh, you can find me at MattVader74 on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. And All the places. The places, cool. yes, for sure. All right, Jude? You can find me at I am Jude Juju on Instagram and on TikTok. All right, Kadish. You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H, on Twitter and Truth Social, and KadishBooks.com takes you to my Amazon page. All right, and you guys want to chat with us about this show or any other shows we cover on the podcast, head over to saltynerddiscord.com and jump in. We have over 200 people in our Discord app now, which is amazing. We have a great community. Don't freaking who me. It's a great accomplishment. we got over 200 people, and they're mostly active. That's really cool. <laughs> but we do. We do have a, a lot of people there, and we do watch parties every Monday. Uh, this month, we're doing Buck Rogers. Uh, so if you want to watch Buck Rogers with us on uh, Discord, head over there and jump in on Monday nights. All right, everyone. Thank you guys so much. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Check us out on Spotify and Apple iTunes and uh, all the social medias. We have our, our official podcast account across the board, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, places like that. So join us. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. See you next week. Stay salty.